God. <laughs> so he's helping me just to, to help me on the weekends. And I like hanging out with the, the kid anyways, my son-in-law. And uh, he's over there and, and he's, you know, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. You know, he's, he's able to get up on the scale, the, the, the roof a lot easier. And I could see like hornet's nests underneath the eaves and stuff. And I'm we're pulling down all these vines that had been growing there for God knows how long and uh, pulling all this stuff down and like hornets are coming through. So I had to go get some heavy artillery and go get some some major like big cans of, of hornet spray. And uh, <laughs> he's up on the roof and he starts to spray this one hornet's nest. I swear was like been there since you know, 1980 or something. It was just freaking huge. And he sprayed, but he didn't get it all. He's like, he's got a rake. I mean, like an open rake. And he's like, like, like it's going to help him swing in the rake. And I'm like, I'm waiting for him to jump off the roof. And I'm like, no, you know, don't do it. But he's just like running up on the roof and he gets in the corner like this and they leave him alone. Thank God. Yeah. And so I thought this was hilarious. This was fucking funny. We would have won money if somebody would have been videoing if we would have had the cameras up then. Welcome to Winning Strategies Playbook, the podcast where we welcome business leaders, CEOs, and industry experts to discuss the rise to the top, building wealth, and real estate insights. Here's your host, Jeremy Spann. Welcome to Winning Strategies Playbook. For more information on this show and other shows, go to myexperiencedrealtor.com. That's experience with an ED. Click over to podcast, scroll down. You can download this on all the different platforms, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever. And if you're looking to buy and sell real estate anywhere on the planet, go to the homepage, click find a trusted professional, because there's a lot of idiots out there that will not represent your financial interests. And so we will make sure you get connected. Matter of fact, we've been number one in Sotheby's many years in a row of making sure people got connected with the right people. But we're not here to talk about real estate today. Well, kind of a little bit about real estate. Welcome to the show, Ricky Salad Bar Salas. Yeah. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to have any listeners after this episode, but... Um... Yeah. Well, the one listener I did have, yeah. probably going to drop after this one, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I got to start all these off with a dad joke, right? Or uh, dumb joke. Because right. my father-in-law says I got to do a joke. All right. You ready for this one? I thought this one was perfect. Ready? All right. Let's go. Especially because of what you're dealing with for me today. Mm-hmm. How do trees access the internet? Okay. How do trees access the internet? I don't know. They log on. There's where's the hook at? Is there right. a hook that comes out? Yeah, and no, pulls you no, no, no. I, I am I'm not known for good jokes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now I'm known for saying a bunch of smart ass stuff, but not necessarily good jokes. That's yeah. It's an accurate statement, right? No, that's good, dude. That's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So for the audience, me and Ricky have known each other. Forty something years now. Well, yeah, we we probably take it back to uh, second grade. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to think about this. Um, do you remember your second grade teacher's name? No, I had Miss Kid. I don't remember. I think. How do you remember that? I, Dude, I, you know I, that was like well, Miss Yates four. was kindergarten. Stanley was first grade. Kid, you you would remember Miss Kid. Miss Kid was she hot? Yes. 
And when you're in second grade and you think your teacher smoke showed you, that's yeah. that's making an impression. You know, I don't remember a whole lot. I just remember like James Wallace sat like across the way from me. But yeah, yeah man, it's things you remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, things you remember. And on top of that, we went and gone ahead and went in Marine Corps too, didn't we? Man, um, yeah, we, we did that. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is I didn't know I was going to go into the Marine Corps until like after my senior year. Yeah. You know? But you you knew you were going to do it from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that whole high school thing wasn't going to work out for me. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you ever want to piss off your recruiter after your parents sign for you because you're 17, go okay, man. So all we need you to do is finish school. Yeah, dun, problem with dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. You're ah, like just stop going. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You idiot! What the but hell, dude? I mean, you've done well. I mean, you, you've – I think this interview should be reversed and I should be interviewing you, dude. Nobody wants to know about me. <laughs> Plus, here's the thing. If I make this show about me, it would be like five episodes and there would be nothing else to talk about, right? I, I just think it's great, dude. Yeah. I think it's great. Man, um, and, and you – I give you a hard time. Like, like when, when Ricky comes over to the house, the first thing Laura does is apologize. No. <laughs> You know, I can see you gearing up, and and I'm I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for it to happen. I'm like, come on, man, bring it on, bring it on. Like, what Mexican joke is coming yeah, out of this motherfucker's yeah. mouth? Yeah, because usually, sometimes, you, yeah, you get some three pointers every now and then. It's like, well done, well done. <laughs> oh man, like when we were going down there, and you were going to show me the turf. Like I, that one, you just walked right into right. I mean, that was just white. And, and Laura was like, "Span, that's a call for." I was like, but it's Ricky, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I like how she reels you in. She's, got like, she's the only one on the planet. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Marine Corps tried. They couldn't even do it, dude. But she is no she's joke. Like, she's like the span whisperer. The know? span whisperer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like. She does have magic, man. Yeah. And, and she's the only person on this planet besides my father that I'm terrified of. Yeah. For good reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, she will smoke me. Uh-huh. Easy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, there's a reason I have goose feather pillows on her bed. Because it, those foam ones, you can't breathe through when she's holding it over my face in the middle of the night. It's funny when I run into people that know you two guys, and they'll they'll talk about the relationship. And they, they, they tell me the whole thing because it's like a whole story. Maybe it's, you know, you guys go out to dinner with them or whatever, but it's just funny. It's like What do they say? What do they say? Well, uh, uh Laura's the brains of that outfit. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. You think you think I don't know that? You think I don't know that? In the detective's office, they call that a clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh. yeah, we all have the same opinion. It's like, oh, Jeremy, man, he's like a bolt of lightning. He's like a tornado all wrapped up in one, man. Or like, or like Kaz, right? Kaz is like, dude, literally every day is like an in-dock with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He was like, like you oh, just God. never, he was like, whatever. Or like, uh, talk about like when you're, uh, when I called you, uh, when I flew in Monday, right? So mm-hmm. I'm I'm going through this force of fire. Oh, I remember what it was. Because on our weekly Zoom call, so for, for the audience, uh, uh, that knows that I have this real estate fund, mm-hmm. right? And I have the maintenance company, which handles everything inside the four walls and roof of a property. And Ricky handles everything outside the four walls and roof of the property. I'm not going to make any stereotypes or jokes. That Grass deep- Pro Lawn Services <laughs> can help you with any and all your needs. 
And here's the thing. I, I give Ricky a really, really hard time, but seriously, there's no other person on the planet that has been my closest friend, more close than Ricky and my biggest advocate that even, you know, like we talked about dropping out of high school, when I graduated TCU with my undergrad, you were there. Mm-hmm. And then when I graduated with my MBA from TCU, you were, you've been there for everything in my life. Well, you know what that is? It's because I know where you came from. You know, I know where we came from. Yeah. And, and the other side of the tracks, baby. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and whatever you put your mind to, and this is, a, this is a true story. Um, you have all these, these big goals and it's like, I'm sitting there thinking, Jeremy, can I cuss on here? You can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. I was Free like, country. I was like, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. There's no way that you're going <laughs> to fucking, you have no business. You're even thinking about that. So you go and accomplish the goal, dude. It's like you, um, you know, the Marine Corps, the things you accomplished in the Marine Corps, the, you know, um, I remember you were going to TCC and I think you were quarterbacking a, a golf tournament or something like that. And I'm like, this motherfucker put this. And I was like impressed because there's like stations set up, there's sponsors and you're like, I just need one more crew to, to do this. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll show up and play. And you just had everything so organized. So everything you set out to do, and, and I'm sitting there just looking at you, you know, I'm like, this, he never stops. You just never stop. And so I'm, I've turned into your fan. So when you accomplish these, these goals, I like want to be there, man. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of you, the things that you've done and the things that you continue to do. And when you put your mind to something, I'm like, I guess I just need to quit saying, motherfucker, you can't do it. Or maybe I do need to keep saying that, but now I'm bored with, I'm on board with you and maybe I, I want to see this one through. This does not mean we're going to take long, hot showers. Together, <laughs> all right. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I never say nice things to okay. Jeremy. <laughs> I said something nice. This, this, this is always back and forth. And, and uh, you know, and that was, and that was the thing is like, what was it like, what was it you, you tell me, you're like, your brain is just different or Whatever. What what's the other thing you always call me? Um, there's a lot, dude. I, I gotta I gotta find these little nuggets and then just draw on them. But there's always, I don't know, man. You always have these these things that you're doing or working on. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing now? You know, like. <laughs> but you're you accomplish these things, dude. It's awesome. It's well, awesome. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I have it. So for for the audiences, uh, last week I got some sort of stomach parasite. And this is not an exaggeration. Ricky is right here. He can tell you, like, I lost 15 pounds in five days. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so last week when we were all, you know, we're coordinating stuff and I'm on the phone with them. And I was like, yeah, guys, I've been under the weather, um, you know, but I'm still turning like 80 hour weeks. And on Monday, uh, uh, we have our our, our, our team call or, or on Zoom. And I get on the Zoom and Ricky was like, you clearly did not articulate how much under the weather you're like, what the hell, dude? You looked emaciated, man. You look like, I don't know, man. You like, like you were in a freaking concentration camp or something. Cause if we all, I looked at everybody's expressions on, on the zoom and everybody was doing the same thing. Like, Oh my God. It's like, did, did we get that policy we were talking about? <laughs> what did Carlos say that you're telling me you were talking about Carlos and he was talking about chasm me. 
Um, um, Carlos, what was he saying? Oh, you know, he was just talking about, um, he wants to meet you because he keeps hearing all these things about, I was like, uh, about sleep deprivation, you know, (laughs) how much sleep you've been getting at night. And he's like, oh my God, I can't believe that, you know, because, you know, everybody's like, like humping it, you know, making these things happen. And then we had that period of time, um, where things got stressful and I'm just like, you know, I'm working full time at the at the time. Yeah. And I, I'm like, dude, there's I gotta be at work. You know, I wish I could have been there to help more, but you guys were like slammed. Yeah. Yeah. Just nonstop. Yeah. Just go, 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 yeah. go. There is no quit in us. Yeah. We're gonna make this happen. Yeah. You know, we're or we're gonna die trying. Yeah. And then uh well let's 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 talk about your background and where you're from, where you got to and all that, so that way we can fast forward to what's going on now. Well, um, you know, grew up in Burleson, big family. Uh, Back when, in Burleson, like '80s Burleson, when it does not look like Burleson. We'll call today. it call it '70s. Uh, I was, yeah. My mom moved there. What '72, something like that. Um, my mom and dad. Uh, we we grew up out there. Not a whole lot of Hispanics there. Um, <laughs> Matter of fact, I think you were like one of three yeah. non-white folks. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and it being a uh, you Kiros. Uh, 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 cruise and, uh, sunny. Uh, it's sunny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, it wasn't a big, it wasn't yeah. a whole lot of us, but you know, as time went on, more people moved in and all that stuff. But man, in the early days, it wasn't a whole lot, but man, just, it, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed growing up out there. Um, uh, I'm still friends with, with a lot of the people I grew up with. Um, spent a lot of times just being outside and, and, you know that creek that's over there by uh, where the motocross was. I you could find oh, me yeah. down there shooting stuff and fishing or jumping off the banks or whatever. I'm that's probably why I haven't gotten COVID yet is because I played in that fucking creek <laughs> as long as I did, man. I don't. I I probably just cursed myself, but I haven't gotten COVID yet. And everybody around me, I just like people falling everywhere. But um, yeah, man, it was just good upbringing. Um, Fast forward, go to the Marine Corps, do that. Um, come back. I come from a background of Marines. My dad uh, was a Marine, and um, he was actually reconnaissance Marine. So the the first the first battalions they stood up. My my dad was part of that. Um, and he, he's like, oh, it's nothing special. They put all the dumbasses over there, you know, in in recon, you know. I'm like, I don't know, Dad. Uh, you know, they built those for a reason. I don't know. I think he was probably a hell of an athlete. Probably, you know, he was just real hard-headed. You know, you know that mentality that just... I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Me and Eric know a thing or two about that. <laughs> so he, he came from that mentality. In fact, uh, when he went through boot camp, I think he probably has a record for being the, the longest recruit in there because he just refused to train. Like, he he, he was inner-city kid from San Antonio, like tough, boncho, all that stuff. And he has these stories where they would put the buckets over their head and beat the beat the recruits and do all that stuff back in the day. And it was just a different way of training. Um, so there was that. And then after that, you know, you like, or during that, our, our careers kind of just mirrored each other. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the police academy. Um, I knew that education was going to be important. I started going to school. Um, you were going to school. Um, I wasn't doing all the shit you were doing though, as far as like hosting golf tournaments and <laughs> freaking all the things you were doing. I was just trying to, 
I was I was working a lot. So I was a young father. I was a teenage father and Lisa stayed at home, you know, with our kids. And then I just worked like like I would come home like and work off duties. I'd just come home, sleep a few hours and then go back and do it again so that, you know, she could just stay home with the kids and um, did that. And and then just going to school. Um, I would find some place, you know, if you're working off duty, just go find some place in the parking lot that's away. And there was computers in the car. I'd be over there just working on stuff. So uh, finished my undergrad um, and, and then all the while taking uh, promotional exams, promoted up um, corporal and sergeant and did all that. Um, I started working on my master's degree, but, you know, I was just like, fuck that. I was like, I'm good with what I got. I just wanted to, you know do what I had to do and, and probably just promote up. Um, You're on SWAT team too, weren't you? Yeah, I did SWAT. I was a, a bomb tech assistant um, with the North Tarrant Regional, um, Northeast Tarrant County Bomb Squad. I did, uh, there was a, a regional SWAT team that was like five or six cities did that. Um, just lots of schools, lots of training, lots of stuff. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. And then throw some night shifts in there and, and that's the animal. But, uh, yeah, uh, I did, I got my 20 there. <clears throat> One of my former, former lieutenants was vacating a, a teaching deal, a teaching position. And, um, I was done. We had, we kept on going through some, uh, chiefs and things like that. And what was right yesterday was wrong today and back and forth, back and forth. So, I saw that opportunity and I took it and, and eight years is what I spent in the classroom. Was, it, I, eight, I, was it really? Yes, eight? dude. That's, that's eight a, time flies. So, so I zigged, you zagged. That was about the time mm-hmm. that you were getting out. I'm telling you, our, yeah. our stuff just mirrored. And then um, you went the business route. And, and you, when you were telling me, you know, Neely School of Business, Masters and all this shit you were telling me, I'm like, Dude, you're, there's no, why are they taking you number one? <laughs> yeah, they had a quote, they had a quote for an idiot is what they had, right? <laughs> like, like, this guy can't even read, write, or spell. <laughs> admissions village idiot. Yes, this, this, this is the one right here. So, so um, I was like, wow, dude. And then you would tell me about your assignments that you were working on and all that stuff. I was like, wow, Span, that's awesome, you know? And then I went into this other deal. So you went this way, I went that way. And, and then um, you were killing it, you, you doing what you're doing, been successful and, and that that lightning bolt that, that you are. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And then all I did was I, I was looking for a side because I had summers off. I, I got all this time off. And I was, uh, man, I need to do something in the summer just to keep myself busy. And, and number one, I like being outside. I own, uh, me and my brothers own a ranch in South Texas. I own some property up here as well. I like working outside. I like doing all that stuff, running machinery and all that stuff. Two plus two is eight. And then I figured I, I wanted to, to get into this as a side deal. And then it's just exploded kind of, yeah, I'm just hanging on. So it, it was really funny as uh, I remember, cause that was in, that was May of last year. Yeah. And uh, I think it may have even started earlier, like the, the well, you, talks about it, because I was looking you, to gear up to. Yeah. So it was I think you, you reached out around March, April ish, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you got you got any stuff I can do? You know, some yard work for side hustles. You got any and ideas? You got or, any yeah, ideas? Yeah. And it was kind of funny because my my then landscaping guy 
who was doing it as a side hustle as well. But I knew he he was just getting way too big. He was getting outside of his skids. And I knew also, and so for the audience, back in April is when I finally, so when I, how I got my, my, my real estate fund started was I found an investor that was dumb enough to give me some money. Yeah. And, uh, and I make jokes because I love Rudy. Rudy, Rudy and if y'all haven't seen the episode of Rudy, y'all need to go back. It's one of the first episodes. That dude. I got to watch that. That, yeah. that dude that dude trusted me. And I said, let's go do it. And 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 we, you know, he gave, he, he gave us some money to go buy the first eight properties. And by April of, of 2021, we had 12 months of showing eight case studies of what we could do. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's when... In April of 2021, we had the case studies, and that's when traction was really starting to grab. Right, yeah. investors were coming in droves, and uh, and I knew that I was getting ready to scale at a rate that yeah. is uncomprehensible to a lot of people. And I knew, right, because I'm sitting there looking at you know how, you know like I, I've built businesses, I've lost businesses, I've sold businesses, I've closed businesses. So when they when you when you Really, when you look up in Webster's Dictionary and it says experience, it should have a picture of me and fucking up, right? Because that's what really experience is, is learning, right? And, and so I, I, I was laying the landscape down, per se, of like, these are the components I'm going to need in order to, to, to grow with me. And I was having to assess yeah. which ones could and which ones couldn't. And that's the thing about business. Some people will grow with you and some people won't. It doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't make them not capable or yeah. bad or whatever. It just means that they're not a fit or they're not the right ones for that. And so at the time I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time scaling landscaping thing of this with my current guy. Mm. And you had, you had reached out and you're like, Hey, I'm looking for a side hustle. <laughs> what was funny. And Laura goes, you know, so I was like, yeah, Ricky, come. Cause I told you, I was like, Hey, I, I got to give my guy a few more weeks. Because I need him to see, because I, I, you know, regardless of how much of an asshole I can be, the one thing I, I hate doing more than anything else in this world is firing somebody or well, letting somebody in, go. In, in all the while, I'm, you know, sending you text messages like, are we doing this or what? You know, yeah. I'm always like messing with you. And oh, yeah. You, and I was like, just hold on. I was like, give it a couple <laughs> more weeks. I was like, my guy is going to come to the realization of like, yeah. Dude, there's no way like like hustling eight properties every other week I could do, but we're you're getting ready. There's no way I'll be able to keep up, right? And that I wanted him to have that realization because I didn't want to let him go or, or fire him because I just don't like doing that, yeah, yeah, right? I just yeah. you know, contrary to popular belief, I actually really do care about people. I'm just not very nice how I say things to people because yeah, yeah. I like getting a rise out of them. <laughs> And so it's funny. So here you were like, come on, man, am I going to get my side hustle? And Laura's laughing in the background, right? Yeah. She's like, I use a lot of colorful language. Right? Yeah, like, Laura's laughing in the background going, Ricky has no idea what he's getting, <laughs> what he's in for. He is, you know, because you're looking at it like a side hustle and I'm looking at it going, oh no, Ricky's fixing to build a company. Yeah. And, and, and even you didn't know that at yeah. that time. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and it, yeah. what, or like everybody jokes, they're like, don't get on an elevator with span. You'll come off either giving that guy money or working for him. <laughs> one way or another, right? you, you just won't have, I'm like bubble gum on your shoe. You can't get rid of me. Right. Like, and, and the thing was, is, you know, I, I, I know enough about business that, that the fit 
right? The technical stuff of business, that's, that's, that's easy, right? Uh, But mindset and fit are the two most important things, especially if you're going to mesh a bunch of different businesses together, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and I was like, Ricky's got the right temperament for it. Matter of fact, Peterson, you're going to love this. Matter of fact, me and Kaz were joking around last night, you know, uh, uh, it was like, it was like, this is like Peterson's like, dude, I try to rattle Ricky. You can't rattle that guy. And I was like, oh yeah, dude. He was like, it's like water off a duck's tail, right? He was like, and he goes, I try. Like, I really, really try. I was like, dude, I've been trying. I am, I am vicious. And I've been trying for 40 years. I've never rattled Ricky. Well, you, you, it goes back to that copness, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're sitting there and, and, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, you kind of know what you got and what you were, you know, who that other person is. I mean, that's the way I am. Yeah. It's like, you know, my students that I had in, in school, you know, I would kind of mess with them. And, and I was like, you know, just meeting you guys and, and I, I can know in, in a few seconds, you know, which path you're headed down. Are you headed down this path or, or are you headed down that path? And I said, I can call it. I said, I'm like 99.7% accurate. I was like, I know which ones are going to wind up in jail. I know which ones are going to be successful. I know which ones that, you know, are are trying to change the ways maybe they were from when they were in middle school. Because I get ninth graders and I get older kids also. But I tell this thing to to the ninth graders, you know, about just being able to kind of like the dude from uh, the Green Mile, you know, you touch their arm and then you can see, you know, their path. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I can call it. And I, I look at those guys and I, I see that same stuff, you know. It's like, I, I already know what I got here, you oh, know, yeah. fucking Peterson. <laughs> you know, I already know. I already know. He's quick. He's quick. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. He, he's right. What, what was funny is I was like, you know, I knew that you would be able to blend into the mindset yeah. that, as you always say, man, I'm a sponge. Just let me absorb this stuff that you had a desire. And that's know. a true, that's a true deal. Yeah. yeah. That, that I want to learn. Like, like I give you a hard time and stuff, but I am listening when you have all this stupid shit you're spouting off about yeah. this and this, I write it down too. And I'll go look it up. I was telling Kazmar this, um, you were, you were saying some stuff and I was like, I got to remember to write that down. I'll go look it up. I was like, sure. Shit. Fucking span must've read a book on that or something. Cause he's, yeah, there it is. Yep. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty and, good. I, and as I was sitting here, you know, with my vision of how to scale this, right. Mm-hmm. Is I said, okay, I need, um, there are, there, I need the right people to scale this. Yeah. Right. Because I could teach you all the business stuff. That that's that's the easy part. People yeah. been doing business stuff for thousands of years. The technical part of business stuff is easy, right? Mm-hmm. But I needed people that could do the right mindset and were the right fit, and, and quite frankly, people I could depend on, mm-hmm. right? And that's huge. And you've really seen that, you know, because we've been in growth mode. Is having the ability to depend on people is is enormous, mm-hmm. and um, and so. You didn't know it at the time, but I was like, Ricky's building a company and he's going to leave what he's doing to come do this. You know, so or that was your call. You, you had that. Yeah. In, oh, ask like, Laura. You, you yeah. Saw it. Yeah. I said, well, we, here's what it was going to do. You were going to be at the fork in the road to be like, hey, I'm either going to come do this full time or Span's going to find somebody else. To yeah. Do this, right. Yeah. But I want, I knew that you would be the right fit and I knew, and, and I knew that you, you were going to choose the right path. Right. But it was kind of funny. So then we start scaling. Right. And I mean, on on average, right? If you look at it, 
We're buying a million dollars a week worth of real estate, right? On average, if you average it out. It's like monopoly of the real yeah. world is the best way I can yeah. describe it. Yeah. And it's just like, because I told, I told you guys, I was like, don't worry about the money. The money's easy, right? People look at me kind of goofy. They're like, what do you mean money's easy? And I was like, yeah, no. Like I got, like right now, today I have 10 million to go spend, mm-hmm. right? But I'm going to buy right, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's got to fit the 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 strategy the pattern as I, you know as I've been saying plan your path ski your path yeah, yeah, yeah. right all that which means we don't say yes to shiny objects no matter how good they look right yeah they fit inside this box and, and so then as we were um, as we were growing and then in September we went gangbusters mm-hmm. right I mean, we we doubled in one day, mm-hmm. we doubled our, more than doubled our, our size in one day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it was kind of funny because then, right. So my previous maintenance guy, right. Who I had a lot of hopes for, you know, young guy, but in August he, he saw, I, I wanted for him more than he wanted for himself. Right. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Capable guy. Good um, young. And I, and I think it was fear. Like, Whoa, how, how, how are we going to do this? Right. Yeah. And so when he was like, man, I'm tapping out, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. I don't have time to go look for another maintenance guy. So I'm just going to build a maintenance company. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 um, I remember when you were talking about all that and, and maybe the possibility of another person, but I was like, man, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot to, to think about and it's a lot to execute. You know, and here we are. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the technical aspects of it. I don't know how it all happened or, or, or all that, but well done. I mean, well, it's, it's really funny. It was like, uh, uh, so like Clint had told me the other day, he goes, you know, man, look, when you tell me you're ready to go do something, he goes, I know you have already mapped this thing out. Yeah. I know you have chessboarded it 15 different games. Yes. You've already, you've already done it. Right. And he goes, now you're, and, and what do I always say? I am horrible at communication. Like, and, and it's not that I'm not trying to communicate. I just, my brain works faster than my mouth and I don't know how to articulate things. That's the reason I use stupid sayings, right? Blessing mm-hmm. curves, ski your path, you know, all these other things, because I don't really know how to communicate. Matter of fact, that's why I married Laura. Laura was the first time that I was like R2D2 and she was like C3PO and could translate <laughs> what the hell I was saying, Right. <laughs> And, and that's what she does. She extracts out of me and is like, okay, this is what he means when he says this, right? And, and so, but I had mapped this thing out. And, uh, and, and you know, and, and so where is this? Like, yeah, I, I know that if you say this is what the number is going to be, he goes, you're not going to be wrong. You're, you're, you're going to be accurate, right? Uh-huh. And, um, and then, but you said the key thing a plan doesn't mean anything unless you can execute. Yeah. Which was another reason why Peter, because I knew you would execute. Right. Yeah. So then in September, or die trying or die trying. So in September, it was really funny. You were like, okay, this thing's getting really big. I think uh, when I'm done this year teaching, I'm going to have to leave (laughs) teaching in order to keep up with you. Yeah. Yeah. What happened, Ricky? Did you Man. wait? Did you wait? Did you wait till June of 2022? No, that was my plan. I was gonna, I was gonna do another year and um, and then just do it after the school year. But 
man, I saw things happening so fast and, and I was like, man, I'm not going to, it's not going to be a good situation if I wait that long. And so, you know, my first year helping out and, and being part of the team, you know, I was, it was a side hustle deal. So, you know, I was just using equipment that, you know, I had on hand, you know, and, you know, it's like you pull up and, and all the other landscapers are looking at your stuff and they're like, you know, like, like, Hey bro, it's paid for, you know, it's like, I'm handling it. I'm handling it, man. Did you get that at the pot shop? (laughs) Or did it fall off a truck? (laughs) But man, you want to talk about putting your chips on the table, man. I, uh, I went and acquired all the commercial stuff you could get the, uh, the commercial, uh, equipment, you know, skag, you know, stand on V ride two mower, um, limited edition. No, I'm just kidding. Not a limited edition, but, but it was, you know, I got all the proper equipment that, that you could need to do all this. And so when I, you know, you talk about playing poker, I put the chips out there, man. And you went all in. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing about, going from side hustle to being serious is when you put yourself in that vulnerable position, right. Mm. To go, you know what? I'm going to leave all the safety and security of something that ensures I get paid every Friday and I got insurance benefits and I'm going to abandon that to go take this risk. Tell us about what that was like. Um, You're like, what was going through your mind and, and all that? Like, did you lose any sleep or, you know, Man, I I know that it's a risk and I know that it's, yeah, it it had me thinking a lot, but it's like, this is chess, not checkers, right? So I'm thinking about the pieces. I'm thinking two steps ahead. What if this happens? What if this happens? And what it all came down to was, um, should this fail, you're going to have the most expensive assistant you've ever had in your life. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to be driving you around. It's like, motherfucker, you better, you're going to be paying me anyway. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a lot, dude. It was a lot to think about, but um, I don't know. It's it's like I said, we're going to make this happen or we're going to fucking die trying, you know? So when you were, when you were going back and forth and I would say that probably around October is when you really started getting like spun up, right? Yeah, I then, saw, it was happening. Yeah, you know, everything's starting to happen, and we're not even close to where we want to be at. We're yeah. we're we're scratching the surface, and I don't know. I mean, I can always go back and and do whatever. Right? I come on, man. I yeah, mean, I got twenty years as 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 being a, a cop, retired, honorably retired, everything. Um, freaking eight years in in education, and it's like you said. You know, I've been answering. You know. To the man for for so long, I was like, man, this is the right moment, the right time. It feels like so. Here I am. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, it was really, you know, it was really funny too. Is another reason why you were fit is you've always been in my corner since yeah. we were kids, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you've always been there. Like I never had to look behind me to see if you had my back. I knew you were there. Yeah. Right. And uh, except for whenever you sneak up and whisper sweetly in my ear behind me, that shit makes me uncomfortable. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, is as I was like, you know what? I know that this is going to work, right? And it's not throw shit against the wall, see if it sticks, or hope, or hey, I bought a lottery ticket, will it win? Like this stuff's mapped out. Like there, yeah. there, there is analysis, there is strategy, there are contracts, yeah. there, there are all the things that form the business model around this, and 
you know, hell, I mean, look at how many properties we have now and how mm -hmm. much money we have to go buy even more properties. And, and, and it was like, I know this is here. And if I'm going to have someone do this, I, you know, I wanted somebody that's dependable and somebody that I trust and somebody that I know and somebody that I care about. But also it just gave it that extra cherry on the top of the cake that it was someone that's always been in my corner. Now I get to do for you. And that I like was, that. Yeah. And that was, that was really, really cool about it. Cause I was like, man, we're going to take this thing and we're going to drive the tires off of this bad boy. And, and, and you know, on top of that, it's, a, it's, it's, that trickles down too. I want to help the next guy. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and that's kind of been my whole thing anyways, is, is be somebody to, to help people. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause at the end of the day in, in law enforcement and all that, you know, Kids that come out of the academy sometimes they you know they're they're not officer friendly. There's just the facts, and they're all you know this. I, I always told people help people. You know, treat them, treat that person, that lady, as you would your mother, your sister, your a family member. You know, do it that way, and you'll see you'll get more better results. And uh, that goes into helping other people in business also, you know, just helping other people. If you can, you have the opportunity. I was in the hallway out here um, a little while ago and I took a phone call and um, more business just coming in, you know, from just this one job that we were doing out on one of the, the, the locations this morning. And uh, it's just more people wanting that service. You know, I was, I was handing it out. You build know? a dreams, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So this guy's got like a full day's worth of stuff, if not more, just off of this one gig, yeah. you know? So it's good. When, when did you, when would you say was your light switch moment of, I've, I've got to go do this. Yeah. It's right around when you said October ish. I was like, man, this is like, I probably need to go a little bit sooner. So I was, I was trying to time it right, you know, with, you know, my credit and stuff, the, the, the credit they were going to give me towards my retirement because that retirement is com compatible with TMRS and, and all that stuff. So I wanted to time it right and make sure I got credit and all the ducks are there, put all the ducks in a row and, and it was time, man. So, so when, when you, when you did your last day of teaching, Right. Knowing that that was the last day you were going to walk in that classroom. Tell me about that. Day. Um, well, I, I I took some funny pictures, you know, like like of the classroom, you know, empty and all that stuff. And, and it was I mean, because the, the I try not to make it. I'm not that emotional person, but the, the students, you build these bonds and stuff and they they want to do all this stuff. If they know that you're leaving, I kept it on the down low. I didn't I didn't do any of that. And. If any of them watch this, I apologize for that. I just didn't want it to get all touchy feely, but um, they do. They they get upset, man. It's like I was like, you know, it's just gonna fade away into the, you know, fade away and and then let it go where it goes. But pretty much, I it was my last day. I turned in my letter because it, it would give me, you know, time. The 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 I get submitted a proper resignation, but I. I handed my keys over and my ID to the assistant principal. I was like, hey, it was great working with you, but, you know, what, I'm going to be moving they on. They're like, no, no. And they have a frowny face and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, they've been losing people anyways, you know, yeah. COVID and all these other things that are going on in education. But, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah. 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 So when, now after that final day of school, when would you say you had your, oh shit moment? I did this. Man, um, I don't know if it's an oh shit moment, but it's more like um, I got to have my day structured in order to feel productive. So, and then you came through with this, this thing, um, Oak Journal and all that stuff and how you, how you structure your day and, and all that. And that's a hundred percent. It's, it's right. Because I wake up early anyways, and I, I was in there working on stuff and, and still organizing because there's a lot to it. You don't just, oh, I'm going to own a business and start doing this. There's, there's chess pieces you got to be moving around. So commercial insurance, um, all that stuff, uh, your equipment, um, the way everything is, is your general liability insurance, your vehicle insurance, all these different things. Um, and then just, there's a lot to it. That's that's all I can say. So I was just working on that kind of stuff. And then here we are, 2022. I know we're here, man. Yeah. And and, and I look at a calendar year a lot differently. It's in quarters now. It's like yep. I was that first quarter, yep. first 90 days, second 90 days. What are the goals? What am I going to be accomplishing? Yeah. All that stuff I'm looking at. So, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, so the, the and, and it still hasn't, probably fully set in for you yet and it is coming, but you're definitely there at inches and goal on it is realizing that you view time more different now than you ever did in your life. What about you? Like when, when you made this jump, cause, cause you've been doing this a lot yeah. longer than me. Was there a moment where, you know, you were like, dude, no. I'm not at the PD anymore. I, it's like, or you were just so busy. You you know me, man. Like I, I am not a look back guy, right? Uh, is one, you can't go fast if you're looking backwards. Yeah. And two, if I'm looking backwards and I'm going fast, I'm more likely to get into an accident. Uh-huh. I've never been a, a look back kind of guy. That's why when people go, man, when you had, you're like, oh my God. Like the, I would say that my oh shit moment was I made the jump. Right. I left all things secure and I went to that other XYZ company, as I've talked about on the, some of these episodes. And then, you know, because you, you, you know, you have all the cops who sit there and go, oh, man, you'll be back. Right. Grass is greener on the other side, because most people don't leave to go build companies. They go because they're frustrated with the environment and they go somewhere else, sell cars, whatever. And then they come back. Right. Right. Yeah. And in me, I have. Well, <laughs> pride's a real motherfucker, right? <laughs> I was not going to go back, no matter if I fell or not. You know, I was not going to go back. I was like, no way, man. I've got too much pride for that. Like, even if it meant that I was homeless and living under a bridge, I was not going back, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I'd rather be giving hand jobs to homeless people than go back. I was like, no way. I am not doing this. No way, no way, no way. Uh and so when I made that jump and people are like, you'll be back, man, you know, you, you'll fail and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you know, me, kind of my mentality is like, oh, yeah, watch this. Hold my beer. Right. Yeah. And worst case scenario. Exactly. So when I dropped papers in August of 2014 and then I had a ton of time to burn off. So I burned off time all the way through the rest of 2014. So really, I was done in August 2014, but I was still on paper till December 31st of 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh 
you know, which helped give me a little more runway. And I had like, man, I was just a guy that always worked. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and I had like a ton of time. Like, I think I got like a $50,000 or something like that selling time back. And, uh, and I even left time on the table because you could only sell so much back and there wasn't enough time in the year for me to burn everything. Like I was only going to work like one day a week because they yeah. said, hey, you at least got to show up one day a week. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and they did. They found, they found some hole to put me in. Actually, it was funny is my very first boss. Right. Because there was some drama around me leaving, too. Right. You know, because I was running internal affairs and which I still think is funny. Like <laughs> I was running internal affairs for the 12th largest police department in the United States. God Isn't that damn, funny? Like, like, like they still laugh at that. Like, damn, that's like the fox in the hen house there. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, but there was some drama and, and there was, and, and, and I think it would be an accurate, uh, uh, description that, um, people are in one of two camps and there's no gray area with me. Like at my funeral, there's going to be a lot of people, half that are going to miss me and the other half, they're going to make sure I'm dead. Right. And it's just always how I've been. Right. Because I've never really cared what people thought of me. Right. If you don't like me, that's your fucking problem. I don't care. Right. You know, I don't do things because I'm here for a popularity, a likability company. Dude, even growing up. Right. And people were like, man, that's a strange son of a bitch. Right. (laughs) We're all of that son of a bitch. Right. And uh, but I was just like, yeah. But 24 months later, in August of 2016, worst case scenario that could possibly happen lost everything right been through that if you're listening to the episode just go back and listen to the episode with chad mills and 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 you'll understand exactly what happened okay lost everything because right? i don't know the whole story i know yeah. that there is a story oh yeah but I, i'm i'm oh yeah. yeah so if you also look up in the dictionary shit the bed my face is also there for that one, right? <laughs> and so lost everything. And, uh, but again, I was just like, hey, man, I got decisions to make. And again, I'd rather give hand jobs to homeless people and go back to the PD. I've got too much pride for that. And, and I never, I never, I didn't dislike being a cop, but I never liked being a cop, right? I was just never ate up. Well, with. you, um, you're, your pops was a cop and you're kind of a legacy and and the transition coming out of the Marine Corps is driving driving fast, you know, carry a gun and and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. It's a natural transition. A lot of guys do it coming out of of the Marine Corps. So, I mean, did I know a lot? Yeah. I I, I studied a lot. I I knew, you know, penal code, CCP, all that stuff. And, And I really did work hard so that I did, I was that guy. I was a knowledge nugget. And I, I knew, but yeah, same thing. I mean, people ask, do you miss it? I was like, fuck no. No. I mean, I, in today's climate, today's world, I mean. Public enemy number one. Yeah, man. fuck that. You yeah. Know? No way. You could, you could, well, one, there's no way they could afford it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I make yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. And there's no way, like, like. I was laughing. I was, and this was, is not to discourage anybody. Yeah, from yeah. No, no, no. Public it's a, safety it's, we, or being in the, but uh, uh, we were in during a time when, you know. Things policing policing was a certain way, and policing has now evolved into something else. So we could do a whole other show on that later on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, but you're right. And look, we need we need first responders, and by God, yeah. and God bless the men and women that go out there and do that. But it was just even then, back then, I just wasn't ate up with it. Right? I yeah. was just I was just 
you know, it's the reason I moved units like every two years because I was trying to chase something that wasn't there. And that's good. That's good that you had that 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 ability to do that because mm-hmm. it, I worked at a PD where there was only like seventy people, seventy sworn officers, and there's not a whole lot of fucking movement that you no. can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. You got to wait for somebody to die off to promote. You got to wait for you know what I mean. There, it's hard to to promote in those smaller PDs. Oh yeah. So yeah, and I just so when. But, you know, it's really funny. I look back on August 2016 and uh, and people go, man, I bet you wish you'd go back and change that. And I said, the only regret I have is because I'm not a regretful person is that my family had to go through the pain of that. Mm. But I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for that experience. Yeah. Because I was looking at the people that did do wrong in that situation. And I was like, I know exactly what not to do. So I watched what they did. No way, no how am I going to do it that way. And and I knew that how I'm going to build something is going to be based on what well, I had to go back, right, and look at it and go, what what really are my skill sets, right? Like what what talents do I really have, right? One, I really don't have many, many talents. I'm really not that gifted at a lot of things. Now, you can't outgrind me and you can't outwork me. No, that, you can try, that's it. but you're just going to get tired is all it is, right? That, so I knew I had. I yeah. yeah, so I have that. But the talent that I do have is I have the ability to see patterns in things. And those patterns present opportunities. And those opportunities that if you reverse engineer it, right, on how to get to the exit point, then that lays the map, the path, to mm-hmm. ski, mm-hmm. right? And then all I got to do is execute. But as a joke I make with people a lot of times is I can build you the best landscaping money can buy, but I'll never get you yard of the month. I'm just not that detailed, right? I am a good visionary. I'm a good leader, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always learning, you know, that's why that's why I open up every one of our Zoom calls of always doing self-accountability. Hey guys, I screwed this up, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and so I knew I was a good leader. I knew I was good at strategy and patterns and being able to identify opportunities. I knew that no one could outwork me or outgrind me. Trust me, Cass, even Cass, like if there's anybody that has a chance of like outgrinding me, it's Cass. And even he, it's like, I really wish you would stop so that way I could take a break, right? Because he was like, trying to, he was like, man, you're just relentless. And then, um, but I knew how to build effective teams. Yeah. And if I put these things together, then the execution would happen. I am not the execution guy. But I, I I can bring people who are good at execution and put them in play. And when they're in play, give them the autonomy to run and gun. Yeah. And then it would just, then it would run. But I also knew that there was an acceptable amount of learning curve that was going to come with this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like this. People go, hey, how did you build, I mean, run number six in all of Fort Worth for real estate production, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, out of like 4,000 agents and people go, how do you do that? And I was like, well, I built an effective team. I bought the, I brought the right people on, but I was not going to bring people on that had ever been in the industry before because they come with habits and they come with opinions and they come with how they want to do it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that. I need people because I know how this works. I want them to learn how it works and then go do them, mm-hmm. right? And then I just let them go. Because I think you would agree, like, I am probably the most hands-off person that there possibly is. Matter of fact, it's a blessing, probably also a curse. I probably need to be a little more hands-on at times because y'all are like, hey, 
well, yeah, you're mad because we didn't do this because <laughs> son of a bitch, we don't know how to do this. I'm like, figure it out. And you're like, okay, but our, we have some limitations. And I'm like, okay, well, here's how you do this, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so that's when I was just like, yeah, we'll 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 put this thing together, and then we're gonna we're gonna go fast, and we're gonna blow the doors off of this thing. Yeah. And so that's how this thing came together. And I was like, this is how we're going to do it. Like when you're like, well, man, how many properties we got to buy, you know, or this, you know, whether it's the, the, the weekly landscaping of the the properties or the CapEx things, you know, Hey, trees and all this other stuff. And I was like, Hey, that's, that's going to be your, your bread and butter right there. That's going to be your consistent. That's what's going to pay the bills. You're really going to make money because you're going to generate a lot more business. I remember you asked me, you're like, how are you going to do that? And I said, well, one, when you realize that you don't have a full-time job to go to anymore, one, you're going to be a lot more motivated, right? <laughs> you got bills to pay. But two, you're going to have something you didn't have before called time. Yeah. And then like you were talking about, right? So you're out there taking care of one of the trees on one of the properties. And then all of a sudden, hey, well, you got another deal, another deal, another deal. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, how do you build in efficiencies in the business. Hey, like go buy a wood chepper. So that way you don't have to worry about hauling the brush off. And what do all these properties need? They need mulch, right? Yeah. So you're taking things and becoming more efficient in how you're doing it to be able to go and be like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what made it. That's, that's where I was like, okay. And that's where I knew I was like, once I've got these guys that I never, I didn't want to hire people because it is a blessing and a curse that had owned businesses before been in business. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I can help shape you for that, but I need you to have the mindset and get to the mindset. So as long as I can get you there, the rest of it will easily follow, Mm -hmm. right? The business will develop and you'll be fine, right? And then you'll just be able to take it and run with it. Yeah. So, so that, that's, that's funny because my brother uh, was, was uh, saying, yeah, the motivation is yeah you're burning the ships off the off the coast here, and you, you got nowhere else to go, motherfucker. You got to go. Only place to go is forward. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of where where it's at. And um, talking about all that other stuff, yeah, yeah, building building all that stuff and and buying the mulcher and all that, it, it's more efficient. And and I see that. I mean, because what was inefficient? Inefficient was. Loading up my trailer with limbs, like like, and stacking them up and making multiple runs to the dump using my personal, you know, city thing to to dump stuff over there. And yeah, it's just gonna make it better. Yeah, it's gonna accomplish a couple of different things. Oh yeah, and you're gonna get even better. Matter of fact, where you are 90 days from now, you're gonna look back to present and you're gonna be like, oh my god. And then in 90 days, another 90 days after that, you're gonna be like, man, a year ago I was doing. This is a side hustle. Now this is like, or maybe don't even kidding. release this thing that you're doing right here until a year later. Yeah. Like, Dude, do you remember? Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing, right? Is as as this thing comes together, and, and we're doing this, and we are, we are, we are, we are, we are knocking the tires off of this thing, and, it, and it's a lot of fun, though. Wouldn't you agree? It is, and, and uh, you sent some articles. Um, you had some articles uh, that you sent about how. You know, this is kind of something that, that's happening in other places, too. And it's like, that's interesting, you know, and, and we'll have like a, a, a book or a template on, on how to do this kind of stuff and 
can we go do it somewhere else? You know, could yep. we do it here? Could we do it there? And I don't know, man, it is. There's it, no limitations, right? So it, it is biggest liar in the room. It's person in the mirror. Yeah. And the one in the mirror is the only one that can tell you you can and can't do something, yeah. right? Yeah. Limitations are, are, are only what you put on yourself, yeah. right? And, you know, now you want to be smart about stuff. That's the thing is a lot of people just go, oh, man, where are you going lucky? I was like, dude, look, I didn't throw shit against the wall and just run with what sticks, right? I, I was like, this was methodically planned out, right? And then when it came to, I mean, you've seen, I mean, dude, you've seen me in the last six months, right? I mean, yeah. I have just have not slept. I have gone, I have dealt with anything and everything. I've gotten sick three times since then, yeah. right? Where like, like remember remember when we had the investor meeting back in uh, uh, September? Yeah, you were sick then too, weren't you? Oh yeah, dude. Like like literally. So the biggest part of the fund that was a I won't talk about it because there's some proprietary information, but there's there's a significant event that needed to happen, and like a couple of days out, I got incredibly ill. Like, remember when I got up there and I took off my blazer and, and Peterson goes, dude, you lost like 40 pounds, man. Like, what the hell I even wrong? said something to you. Yeah. I even said something to you. I was like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. And it was just like, you know, like even Laura, she was just, she just shakes her head at me sometimes. Like, man, what's wrong with you? You know, she was like. And that, by the way, that, that thing that you hosted at the Fort Worth Club, I was telling my wife about it and I was like, dude. It was so well put together. It was another one of your fucking span things that you put together. Everything was so – everything was ran well. Um, your presentation that you did, the information, and then all the stakeholders that are that are there uh, at the event, everybody had a piece of it, you know. And, and I was just kind of reading the room, you know, and looking around. And it was like – it was all positive. It, everything that was going on was just, man, this is what happens when – you know, somebody, I'll say something nice about Span again. Somebody like you putting on something like that together, dude. And it was, uh, it, it reflected, it showed, it was, it was good. I could hear uh, people talking. It's like, wow, he did a good job. He did a good job. You know, I was like, yeah. that room, that room got defined in one word, and that was trust. Yeah. Right. And, and we had everybody that does all their parts there to go, this is why, this is why this works, yeah. you know, because I wanted everybody to see who all was involved, like you, and Kaz, and Peterson, you know, the bankers, you know, the, everybody, mm -hmm. the insurance guys, everybody, I wanted everybody to see, this is why it works, right? I'm just not out there wondering if somebody's going to show up. These are your people. Mm -hmm. They are going to make this work. And this is why we're going to not only make it work, but we're going to be incredibly profitable. We are incredibly profitable, uh -huh. yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, when Clay called, you know, because we've been dealing with that one property with all the plumbing, and now you had to go knock down that tree. And I was like, God, man, I was like, it's like Pandora's box, right? I mean, this thing just doesn't end, right? You know, because you're going to have those, right? Yeah. That's yeah. why we do everything we can to be as accurate as possible so that way we can absorb when – situations like this one happen because yeah. it's going to happen. Sometimes just shit happens. Right. And it was just like, man, like when Kaz came over last night, he showed me photos and I was just like, like my head was on the desk, like, Oh my God, how much is this going to cost? You know, it's shit. And, uh, but I was just like, I was over there this morning and it was like, Holy shit. Dude, that looks expensive. <laughs> oh dude. Like I, 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 I was like, Oh, this is, this is, this is a lot of money. This is so much money right now. You know, but, but it's funny is like, even with that said, right, Clint called me and he goes, dude, where's, 
they're still incredibly profitable. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah. I was like, these things spit off money, you know. And uh, but it was just, man. And I was just sitting here like, but I like complex problems yeah. because for me, a complex problem opens a door for solutions that we can now go do things bigger, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's to me, that's the fun part of it mm-hmm. is to be able to go, yeah. And then, you know, I don't have to worry about things. I know I got you and Jess and James and uh, Kaz. Y'all are doing y'all's part, right? Yeah. I, I don't have to go worry about that. I don't have to play daddy daycare. You doing your job, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I can just go, all right, cool. Yeah. I can sit up in my house in Colorado and identify the next set of assets that we're getting ready to buy. Yeah. And, uh, and go. it can go. Let's yeah, go. Let's man. get it. Let's knock it out of the park. Yeah. Let's have fun. And let's have fun at it, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason I hire all Marines, right? <laughs> because if anybody heard our conversations, uh, dude, there's no way. Like an HR department would just quit and leave, right? <laughs> They'd be like, dude, I, I am not hanging out with y'all. Just the shit y'all say. It's horrible. It is horrible. And it's like, who can say the worst thing next, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, and I, I got to be careful too, you know, because – I, I can only have certain conversations. I don't want to like you know be around my wife saying crazy shit. <laughs> How could you? Why do you even think that stuff? And you're like, I've been hanging out with these knuckle draggers all day yeah, long, you yeah. know. And that's where that's where this is really you know. And this is the thing is this is this is this is the exciting times. Yeah. Believe it or not, this shit's going to get boring. It really will, right? I mean, right now is the exciting you know forming stages, and then uh-huh. we'll get to norming, and then we'll get to performing, and then. Everybody's just sitting back collecting a check because I got everybody doing anything for them. Like your brother Bono, right? <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? You don't get out of bed till like what noon? Or uh, I'm working on a on a rabbit cage, motherfucker. You've been working on that rabbit cage for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But he sent me a picture of it. I'm like, dude, it must be nice to have your own fucking. You got trim and stuff all over it. I was like, this is what you do, dude. Yeah, that's what you do, man. You get to a point where it just you become bored because. The thing is, is it's a blessing and a curse. The curse is you're bored, but the blessing is, is you built something that yeah. is so incredibly successful that it doesn't need you. Well, yeah, no, that I, I agree hundred percent, but this is also brand new to me. Um, it'll probably be new for a while. Yeah. It's going to be new for a minute, you know, right. You know? Then, but like I said, is, you know, this time next year is just going to be like, holy, <laughs> holy cow. Like, you know, and, and that's why. You know, I was trying to get everybody where, you know, the less you need me, right? And that's where, you know, like even Peterson said it right the other day. He goes, he goes, it's really hit me that you really don't want to talk to any of us. And it's not because I don't want to talk to any of you. It's because I want my time and energy hyper-focused on getting us more properties. Yeah. That he goes, literally, the only time you want to hear from us is if we got a good dick joke or something. <laughs> right. Or a legitimate, hey, we have an emergency question because this is this is something we've never seen before. And I that said, works yeah. vice versa too. Yeah. That work I wanna like when you're over there in fucking Colorado, it's like, dude, take some fucking pictures of some cool shit you're seeing or something. Well the thing is, is everybody thinks I'm up there dicking around and I'm not. I'm just working just as much. I know, right? I know. It's like, like damn, dude. Yeah, I will literally so I get up at like four in the morning and I'll sit down and I'll go through my morning routine and then yeah. I'll just start their work. And then Laura will come up and put a sandwich in front of me and be like, hey, idiot, you need to eat. And I'm like, it was lunchtime. She's like, hey, idiot. it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, eat. Yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah. And, and so I am working to get better balance. Where yeah, I yeah. can go do some things. But, but the thing was, too, is I didn't want to, I didn't want to let you guys down. 
Yeah. Like, no. like, like Kaz and I were sitting here talking last night and I was just like, you know, and this is what I told him. I says, man, I said, I know, you know, I'm committed. He goes, I know you are. And I says, but I want to give you an example of just how committed I am. Um, on Monday, my daughter had surgery. Mm-hmm. Right. And now was it a major, oh my God, she could maybe die on the operating table surgery. No. Right. Or else then I would have absolutely been there. But still, as a parent, you know, you're worried about your, you know, your your baby girl, you know, going under the knife. And uh, and and so and I was like, that's the reason Laura wasn't on the Zoom because she was there with her at the hospital and I was on the Zoom. Yeah. And then I left that Zoom, took an Uber to the airport and jumped on a plane to get back here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, that's your kid. I said, I know. And I was like. And I hope that she forgets. Matter of fact, on Sunday, because Sunday night we were eating dinner, dude, and she, little lips quivering, you know, she's kind of nervous about this thing. She's like, Dad, you you can't be there tomorrow. I said, no, honey, I can't. You know, and knowing as a parent that I was failing my daughter. Oh, that, right? man. Like, ugh, just like jerking my heart out my ass, right? Yeah. And I was just like, I I know. And I, and, and, and I was sitting here, and I told Laura, I said, I just, I hope she forgives me. Yeah, yeah. You know? The only thing I have control over is to ask for forgiveness. I'm not in control of whether or not she forgives me. Now, if I thought, if I was really truly terrified that it was something that I absolutely, absolutely had to be there, I would. And Cass goes, well, why weren't, why didn't you just make an exception? And I went, well, because something that was outside of my control the Monday before, because I was up seeing Regal and it turns out he's in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and AOL internet from the nineties yeah. was faster than what he had. There was no way to do zoom. There was not enough streaming power to do a zoom uh-huh. where we couldn't do our weekly zoom meeting. And I was like, because I missed last week and I have a commitment to y'all last week. It was because of something that was outside of my control. So I'll be damned if something inside of my control, I missed again. Yeah, yeah. I was not going to let you guys down. Yeah. And he's like, Whew, that is committed. Oh, man, your daughter probably mad at you. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I haven't heard from her yet, you know. I mean, we're talking, I mean, it, we're in Wednesday, man. That surgery was Monday, and I still haven't heard from her. But that's the only thing I do is go, you know, hey, honey, I, you made it out fine. You're doing okay. And, and you know, and, you know, there's probably a lot of people that are listening to the show right now, watching the show, and they can judge me all they want. Fuck them, I don't care. Judge yeah. me all you want. Because when I make a commitment to people, I make a commitment to people, and I'm not going to let them down. Yeah, man. No, I, I 100%, I see it, and I know it, and, um, I don't know. That's why this feels like the right thing to be doing, you know, being a part of this team and and going out here and and just being a part of it, dude. I don't know. That's yeah. the only thing I can I can say about it. Yeah. And, you know, and and now, you know, we're going to and the fun hadn't even really started yet, right? I'll tell you what's going to be or, fun. Or the big first big fuck up, you know, like for me, you know. Yeah. Like, you know how they always say that, oh, just wait till something like my trailer crashes on I-35 and <laughs> fucking crushes all my equipment or whatever. I'm like, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood, right? Well, and you know, and, and, and the thing is, is, you know, I was, telling, I was telling Peterson the other day, I was like, man, I said, all these guys, I said, here's what's going to happen on uh, May 25th. Right. Because May 20 is when we start the turns. Right. Yeah. I said, because by then we're going to be at even triple the properties we have right now. We've already got a lot of properties. We're going to be at triple of these. Yeah. We have to turn all those properties in a matter of 10 days. 
I said, um, I'm going to be here because this is the first time everybody's going to be together to go do these turns. And we got to have all hands on deck because I want everybody to learn through it. But I was like, there is a significant part of me that really wants to be in Colorado because at least I have 12 hours notice when Kazmaier is coming to come murder me. <laughs> because he, and I was telling, I was telling Peter, I was like, dude, he did not have any idea, man, but come May 25th, like he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, I'm going to be wearing Kevlar because that dude is going to try to kill me. Be like, what did you get us into? Be like, look, man. But that's good prepping that you're yeah. doing and letting him know. It's like, dude, you know, this is what's the way it's going to be in freaking May, you know? And, yeah. And, and then, and then come May it is just going to be time, time to go. Uh -huh. And, uh, and that's, 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 that's a fun, fun part of this. Dude, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Put me in the game, coach. Yeah. I'm, uh, you're already in the game. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You burn that shit back in <laughs> December. You got no choice. <laughs> You know, yeah. Luckily, you know how to swim, man, because if your ship goes down, you're going to be treading water for a while. No, I'm going to be in your front yard, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> so so let's talk about that. So so is you're not only doing stuff for my properties, but you're doing stuff for other people's properties. Like, what are you, what are you doing for other people? Man, general maintenance, you know, mow, weedy, mow, blow and go kind of stuff, you know, just taking care of that and uh, just general general lawn maintenance. It's, it's kind of, um, uh, I do artificial turf as well. Um, in fact, I'm supposed to be meeting with, uh, another person. I've already done several of those jobs. Um, but man, the artificial turf is a, uh, that's a kind of a hot thing right now. Um, if that's something you're looking for. So artificial turf, uh, general maintenance, just, uh, anything that has to do with lawns. I can, I can definitely get you there and Help you out. Remember, remember when we turfed that first property that has the huge backyard? God dang, dude. And those guys threw a blowout party and you were sending us photos and there was red cups all over and there was some kid sleeping in a beer tub. It, it, you know? it, it was like, I can only imagine what happened at this party because there was like jello shot things everywhere. And, you know, I was giving the, the kids that live there a hard time. I was like, dude, there was like, a, there was people still, you know, passed out on the turf back here but it looked like an airplane crash and they're all laughing you know they're all good kids that live at that house by the way yeah. and uh i just thought it was it was hilarious i was like and i i don't think the picture did it gave it any justice like, yeah. like actually seeing it because i took a picture and it, it caught all that but i don't know man seeing it like it, the sun was just barely coming up because i always get up early and and start working on stuff on on yards and stuff early, and it was quiet. The sun was just peeking over, and I took. I was like, "Oh my god, dude, this is hilarious, dude!" That is the most badass backyard for that entire area. Yeah, right? yeah, you can see it too, because like uh, I was over there when uh, a football game was going on, uh, a football yeah. game, and there's people walking by, and they they walk past <laughs> it, and I could see kids laughing and pointing, it's like <laughs> like they're remembering stuff, and then one kid just goes in the back and helps themselves to whatever in the back. I'm like, what are you doing here, dude? Yeah. Some, oh, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull up and see. Where's Jamie? Can... Like the Joe Rogan show. Yeah. Jamie, can you pull up the yeah, picture? Jamie, can, you, can, you pull, can, you, can you pull this up? Let's see if it shows up on uh, the map. Sometimes these maps, satellite maps. Dude. No, it's still. It's still, still the old one. Yeah, it's still yeah. the old one. I wanted to see like when, if somebody could Google it. And you know, it's kind of funny, right? So 
those two houses share a backyard and it's a huge backyard. I mean, it's half the size of a football field, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was really funny is two four bedroom, two bath houses that literally the paint's holding these damn things up. Oh right? yeah. Like these yeah. things are not great. Houses. And, and hornets galore. Oh, under some of the, eaves. yeah. Tell a story. Tell a story of your son. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So he's helping me just to, to help me on the weekends. And I like hanging out with the, the kid anyways, my son-in-law. And he's over there and, and he's, you know, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. You know, he's, he's able to get up on the scale, the, the, the roof a lot easier. And, uh, I could see like hornet's nests underneath the eaves and stuff. And I'm, we're pulling down all these vines that had been growing there for God knows how long and uh, pulling all this stuff down and like hornets are coming through. So I had to go get some heavy artillery and go get some, some major like big cans of, of hornet spray. And uh, <laughs> he's up on the roof and he starts to spray this one hornet's nest. I swear was like been there since you know, 1980 or something. It was just freaking huge. And he sprayed, but he didn't get it all. He's like, he's got a rake. I mean, like an open rake. And he's like, like, like it's going to help him swing in the rake. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm waiting for him to jump off the roof. And I'm like, no, you know, don't do it. But he's just like running up on the roof and he gets in the corner like this and they leave him alone. Thank God. Yeah. And so I thought this was hilarious. This was fucking funny. We would have won money if somebody would have been videoing if we would have had the cameras up then. But I tell the story when I get home to my daughter, who's going to be, you know, his wife, you know. And then I told it to my wife, and it was like, cricket, cricket, cricket. Tumbleweed goes blowing across, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And they're like, that happened? They, they, were, <laughs> they were like, they were mad at me for that. And he's like, no, 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 no guys, come on. It was, it was funny. You know, he was laughing about it, yeah. and I was like, but they weren't laughing. So They weren't laughing. I almost killed my damn new damn son-in-law like, <laughs> shit. Like, man, you know, it. it was and it was kind of funny is you know so that house i mean it's not the greatest house but it was funny because we did such a badass job on building them a backyard that when we went to sign new leases uh-huh. we had fraternities fighting over it yeah like i cannot believe we did what the gravel we driveway. We did the gravel driveway. We yeah. put it in that fence. Yeah. And um, it just, So they can all park off the street now. So yeah. So don't have to park on the street. I wish we could show like a before and after because that thing was. I've got some before photos. Oh, my oh, God. And it, 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 I would just loathe. I would just like, I'd cringe when I'd pull up. I was like, oh, that backyard, dude. It's like, oh, my God. We took, I don't know how many loads of shit that was back there just in dumpsters and, yeah. and cleaned it up and it looks great. Oh man. And it was just, you know, these kids, like I cannot believe the rent that we're getting in June on that thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, when, when Peterson told me, I was like, we're going to get what? So I called Clint and I said, Hey, is it a whole new batch of kids or is it buddies? Oh, no, no, is no, it no. It's a whole it's their it, fraternity, right? Yeah. So the, those kids that live there now are in a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And a different fraternity came in and outbid the other one. What? Yeah. And they were pissed. They were like, no, like this is our fraternity house. And I was like, should have came stronger. And then here was the funny thing is after the other fraternity signed, the other one came back and said, we would have been willing to do another 500 a month. Oh, and I was like, son of a, why didn't y'all tell me that? What about, uh, is Henry graduating uh, this yeah. semester? Yeah, yeah. I need to go to that graduation. He's a good kid. He is a good cat, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a good cat, you know. So, like, one of the things we do is 
we offer internships for the audience to some of our tenants, right? So we'll interview him, and, and he is, dude. He is just a he's a funny kid. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. just a good kid, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's at that meeting that uh, he's at that thing at the Fort Worth Club that you yeah. hosted. And, yeah. You know, he's like, oh, okay. He's getting a feel for everything. Yeah. He goes, is it okay if I sit by you, Ricky? I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, come, come on, on sit in, man. Sit out here, man. Yeah. I'll be, I'm your, like, I'll be your whoopee. I'll yeah. Be your yeah. Comfort he, deal. Yeah. And it, it's this. You know, it, it, yeah, dude, it was just, and it was just, and it was really kind of funny because then how many of these other houses, like, dude, what do you got? You got like eight turf jobs to do just based off of the ones that are going to turn mm-hmm. uh, in uh, May, yeah. right? Yeah. Because all these kids were like, hey, how much do we need to pay in rent to get our backyard? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And we were like, we were just throwing out stupid numbers, right? Like this. And they were like, okay, done. <laughs> No shit. My turf okay. guy is ready to go. The guy that yeah. supplies. Yeah. Uh, you know, we found a place that, that has lightly used uh, turf that's been um, repurposed and, and they got it all ready for us. And we just go out there and, and it looks amazing when it goes in. Oh, man, yeah, it, it does. Looks good. Right. Looks good. I mean, it just it just makes a difference. Yeah. And, 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 and these kids are all over it. Right. They uh-huh. love it. You know, and it, it it's just you know, it's all these little things that we do to, to create value for, for those, you know, and, and it's really funny is because, you know, we, we really don't have a problem leasing out our properties because these, the, the word on, you know, for that particular school is like, dude, you got to live in the Marines property, right? <laughs> you're like, dude, you got the Marines that have the property, you got to live in theirs, yeah. you know, yeah. they're, 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 you know, and, and, and that's, you know, and the parents love it, right? Uh-huh. Like I talked to all these parents and they're like, man, we love the fact that all you guys are vets. And then uh-huh. you're going to make sure that our kids are taken care of, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was just like, hell yeah. I, all I did was mention on that one property from today, you know, it's like, hey, you know, go through there and pick up all the beer cans that you guys got. It's like, yeah. or just go do a cleanup yeah. of the yard. And uh, no problem, man. I went over there today. They had bags. They had bagged it all up. You know, I was like. It was like bottles and stuff. I was like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. It's a nice property, man. Take dude, care of it. Dude, those kids throw but some they, blow out. But they parties. Good kids though. Yeah. Good kids. You know, and you know, there's only there's only there's only been one property that I've gotten complaints on, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the one that's close to over to that one. Uh-huh. And uh in matter of fact, I had a neighbor that lives over there that was like, Do you know what's going on with your property? And I was like, dude, I'm not in Texas 50% of the time. I have no idea. And I was like, you know, and, and at first there was I a just, video, there was a video. Oh yeah. yeah. And at first, at first, the first, you know, the neighbor, I thought, well, man, you know, is this just like a cranky old neighbor? Oots, and he oots, was, oots, right. Oots, and oots, I was like, oots. I was like, I was like, look, man, you know, these are kids that throw a party. I can't really do anything about it. I was like, how bad can it be? And he goes, they showed up with porta potties. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, well, at least they weren't shitting in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what kind of part? What size of party are you having when you have porta potties delivered? And then that's when I went into the thread and I was like, hey guys, yeah, you got to respect your neighbors, right? Yeah. And I was sitting here, I'm only envisioning, right? I was like, and then he sent me the video and I was like, what the hell? And then I was sitting here thinking, well, thank God the house is still standing, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is. Wow, it's it's been fun. I mean, all that stuff yeah. has been fun, and, and those kids are funny too. Yeah, aren't they? man. Yeah, they're hilarious. I, I hate it when they have dogs in the backyard. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, well, that. and that's where 
you know, when when you were telling me about that, I was like, hey, man, if you got to deal with dog shit in the yard, you make sure you're charged for that. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. Like, they get charged for that. If you can't pick up your own crap, you're going to get charged for it. Oh. They leave beer cans and you got to do it, they get charged for it. And oh. you know what? And here's all you got to do. Charge a nice little premium every time you have to do it, and they'll fix it. Like, mm-hmm. remember the one property where we moved these kids in? Uh, I'll leave it. It's one where you fixed a gate, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And his kids, and I'm... I'm making some assumptions, but I'm pretty sure those kids smoke a lot of weed. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, and they were, you know, flushing paper towels down the, so like, what the hell are you doing? It was like, like a, what are you doing, morons? And, and it was kind of funny is Cass was like, man, what, what, how long is this going to go? And I said, after, after the third time they get deemed for it financially, yeah. I was like, cause it's not them that pays, it's their parents. Yeah. yeah. Their parents are going to be like, Hey, look, I don't know how much dope you're smoking, but y'all need to stop flushing brawny paper towels down the damn God toilet. Damn. It's like, you know, you know, it was like, and, is this an arm? It's like, what's like, in this what clean out? What's, what's in this clean out? You know, it's yeah. like all kinds it, of stuff. It's just, you know, but that's the thing is if you're going to go do this, you have to have a certain acceptance rate that college kids are going to do dumb shit. Right. Yeah. And the questions they come up with when they're out there and they're, and they're doing stuff and, and, just you know, general living stuff. I, I we have the thread that we follow on on all the different for each house has its own thread in, in this app, and then we can you know they got questions or can you do this or what about they don't know man they just don't Literally. know they just don't freaking know no I mean they're you know this is you know yeah. first time freedom for them mm-hmm. you know they're not living on campus they're living off campus and they just they don't know dude they're like sheep that need yeah. to be herded a little bit right uh-huh. you know and. Uh, and that's another reason why I think of parents are, you know, feel a lot more comfortable that, you know, all of us are Marine Corps vets because they're just like. Hey, are you going to do your welcome speech like you did that uh, to, to all the new ones that come in? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good when you did that. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, uh, um, uh, I think what we're, what I'm, what I'm trying to plan on is in August when they're getting ready to start school and all the parents come into town. Um, I'm thinking we're probably going to go rent a venue and invite everybody to come and I'll do my mm-hmm. spiel. That way parents can meet like you and Cass and James and Jess and everybody. So that way they could see us, right? Because landlords are scared. Yeah, right? They're like, yeah. I don't want to talk to parents. I don't want to deal with all that. And I'm like, I don't care if the parents call me, yeah, you know, yeah. I want them to call me. Uh-huh. And, and actually, because I answer my phone when they call me, generally they only call me once. Uh-huh. Right. They, yeah. They're just like, and I will, I have the parent be all wound up. Rah, and then I can tell them, say, hey, man, look, I'm not just an owner landlord, but I'm also a parent. I have a kid who's in college and I'm going through the same thing you're going through. Mm-hmm. So I see it from your perspective, too. And that calms them down. Right. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? That's, let's get it go. So. All right. Yeah. Let's go back to 20 year old self. Mm-hmm. Ricky at 20. What would you if you could turn back the hands of time and go tell Ricky 20-year-old Ricky, one thing, like, hey, if you don't listen or do anything else, at least do this or don't do that. What's the one thing you would tell 20-year-old self? And I think I'm kind of doing it, but but it's uh, take the road less traveled. Um, take the road less traveled. Maybe, you know, sometimes there's some risk involved. And, uh, you know, just, just try that out. And um, I don't know. 78-year-old self could be telling 48-year-old self, no, don't do what you're doing right now. <laughs> Why did you listen to this man? <laughs> you, you fucking idiot. But I'm just saying that that I've always taken 
like a, a measured, safe, you know, do things this way. And, and uh, maybe, maybe I should have taken a little bit more risk um, in my earlier days. I don't know. So, but you're doing it now. Yeah, I know. I, I'm doing it now, but well, yeah, we'll see. You know. Yeah, it, it's both exhilarating <laughs> and terrifying at the same time, isn't it? It is, dude. It is. Do you ever wake up like in the, like in the middle of the night going, "What the hell did I do?" No, I'm like you. I'm yeah. like, "Fuck it." I, yeah. I'm 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 in. You know, yeah. press forward. Yeah, I, I just it's gonna happen, dude. Yeah, We're, we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So people want to learn more about RDS. Rick is Alice. How, where do they go? How do they find you? So uh, we've changed since uh, January came about. I, I, it's, everything is under my new LLC. So it's Grass Pro Lawn Services. Grass Pro Lawn Services. Uh, I am working on on having uh, a website and all that as we speak. Um, but artificial turf, general lawn maintenance, um, and and yeah, look forward to serving. Anybody and everybody, uh, tree trimming also as well. Yeah, and, and just taking out trees. If yeah, you need well, that you're done. taking out some for real. Yeah, now. that's Jeez. right. And that's the thing too is, matter of fact, remind me. We need to make sure that you're on the Stacks Property Services website as a, you know official vendor <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Make sure mm-hmm. that we, I know that we're trying to play catch up on a lot of little admin things that we need to make is sure. It's it Nick, um, is it Nick, the website guy? No, 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 Nate. Nate, 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 Nate. Uh, he'll get you. He'll get you all squared away. I've already communicated with okay, him good. a couple of few times already, yeah. and I just, it's just a matter of me pulling the trigger and doing yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then, all right. So, if, if they want to find out about you, where, where, where are they? Where, what, what email? What phone number? What, what do you want to put out there that they can? Yeah. So uh, you can get a hold of me. My cell phone eight one seven nine three nine zero one one five or email Rick Salas. That's R I C K S A L A S at one. Scom S C O M like Mary dot net. Be happy to get back at you. And just in case you didn't hear the phone number, you can check any men's bathroom stall. The number's written there too. At the rest areas on I thirty five. No. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. and for the audience, you know, if you were driving, you didn't have a chance to catch all that information. You can always go to myexperiencedrealtor.com, Click on podcast. Scroll down to Ricky Salas. And we'll have all this information on there as well. You can always go to two Stacks Property Services. You can connect there. And then once he's got his website up, you'll be able to go there as well. And then naturally, if you're ever looking to buy and sell real estate anywhere on the planet, you want a trusted professional that's going to make sure you're taken care of, go to the homepage, click find a trusted professional, and we'll get you taken care of. Ricky, thanks for coming on the show.